This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something Wait, delicious. Hold on, we have an airplane going by and an open window. And that airplane you heard. <laughs> is delivering today's uh, walnuts, great, (laughs) which is the subject of today's show. Okay, so we're going to talk about walnuts, which I had no idea there were so many different kinds of walnuts. I'm kind of excited. and No, we have two different kinds here. That's how many kinds I turned up. Well, then why are they in four bowls? Oh, because I I, uh, toasted them, and we have raw and toasted. Got it. Okay, well, we are going to really delve into the the nut of the matter. We're going to get right down to the nut meat. Yes. Yes. Okay, can I start this off with, with a rant? One of my one of my trademark rants that people tune in for. I really wanted to crack walnuts on this episode, and Molly, you kindly brought your nutcracker <laughs> and and a pair of castanets. This, apparently, this is the sound of a sad, empty nut. <laughs> That's exactly it. You can hear you can hear its longing, and the reason you can hear its longing is because I went to like five different stores. I went to like the gro- the regular grocery store. I went to a nut store. I went to uh, a the uh, natural foods co-op. I called Whole Foods. I could not find any walnuts in their shells. I what that- kind of an instant gratification society have we become that we can't even shell our own walnuts? You know, we have we have children, not with each other. Uh, <laughs> are, are our children going to know, grow up never knowing the intense displeasure of having to crack open nuts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember there was a pecan tree on the playground of my childhood elementary oh. school. And I remember learning as a little kid, you know, collecting all of these pecans in the shell and then lightly sort of stepping on them to crack open the shell and eating these pecans. This was one good thing about Oklahoma. Oh, that sounds awesome. It was great. Is that why they call it the Sooner State? That's a different state, isn't it? No, Oklahoma oh, is, the, is the Sooner State. Is, but it, what does that have to do with pecans? I don't know. I think I thought a Sooner might be some kind of nut. No. I w- <laughs> no. Okay. A sooner uh, is it, it has to do with the land run, you know. Okay. Uh, this but is a were, whole that, other. But story. they were running there to get the you pecans. You know, maybe we should and... do an episode on Oklahoma someday, but maybe not yeah, maybe, today. Oh, oh, could someone send us an Oklahoma junk food box? Yes, please. Oh, something from from 
What's that place called? Borgs? What? Brahms? Brahms! Yes. Borgs. <laughs> okay. Borgs. <laughs> it's a, sorry, it's a, it's a collective hive mind that serves chocolate malts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Borg. <laughs> How can I assemble? I mean, serve you today. <laughs> I, I was going to say. Anyway, I think that walnuts in the shell are a seasonal thing, Matthew. Oh, really? Like a holiday thing? I think it's a seasonal thing. I mean, I think of the holidays as being a time when people set out a bowl of nuts on the coffee table with a nutcracker. That's nut season? So that everybody can sit around and not, not crack the nuts. No, it's but very difficult. And it's you, so difficult. And like you hurt yourself oh prying God, them you open. Get, yeah, you get poked by all the little shell shards. Yeah. So anyway, good good move, society. But we do have some shelled walnuts here. We have two different kinds, and I'm really excited about this because we have Persian walnuts, which are uh, the kind that I think you're probably all familiar with. And then we have black walnuts, which I have heard of, but I don't think I've ever tasted before, and they seem kind of funky. And they have an oddly smooth appearance. They do. They're in smaller pieces because I... Uh, I mail ordered them because I couldn't find those locally either. But yeah, they have they have an oddly smooth appearance and a very unusual aroma. Cool. Okay. Well, hey. So let's talk about walnuts. They yeah, grow. Yeah. They grow on a tree. Yes. That's, what are ground nuts? Uh, ground nuts are peanuts, so called because they grow in the ground. Oh, why why do I know this? I don't know. I think okay. walnuts are a tree nut. Like so, when you hear like I'm allergic to peanuts and tree nuts, walnuts are are in the latter category. Great. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> and, you cleared that up. And one more thing, the genus of walnuts is Juglans, which is just, really just a great word. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. J u g l a n s. How'd you find that on Wikipedia? Uh, definitely not pronounced Juglans. <laughs> yeah, on Wikipedia, obviously. <laughs> All right, so let's get right down to tasting, and then we'll talk about what we do with them. Okay, that sounds good. So like I said, we have two kinds. We have Persian and black walnuts. I think of black walnuts as this, like, storied thing. Like, I think I first learned about black walnuts by reading some poem about a black walnut tree. How did that poem go? Can you do that for Can you recite that for us? <laughs> I'm sorry, Garrison Keeler. I wait, wait. Was it a poem by Garrison Keillor? No, no. But Garrison Keillor has, you know, the writer's almanac and reads oh, okay, poetry sure. every day. I don't remember what it was. I feel like it was maybe a Mary Oliver poem or a James Wright poem or something. But anyway, I've always wanted to try a black walnut, and I hope I'm not disappointed. Okay, so these are Hammond's Black American Walnuts. Taste the wild side of the walnut family. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they got a lot of five-star reviews online. That's all I can tell you. Cool. They're a flavorful ingredient in cakes, cookies, fudge, oatmeal, salads, chicken, fish, slash pork. Much slash more. pork? Slash pork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what that is. I think of these as a regional thing. Yeah, I think it's an East Coast, maybe maybe East Coast and South. These are from um, Missouri. Okay, maybe it's a mid. No, maybe it's a Midwestern thing. Maybe. Okay. Let's. <laughs> now wait. that you say that, great. I'm going to backpedal furiously. Okay, let's taste the old Persian walnuts mm-hmm. first. I think of these as regular walnuts. Yep. Walnuts are so delicious. I think they're a nut that we often don't think to eat raw, but um, I think they're wonderful. They've got this kind of tannic quality. Yes, which I like a lot. They're very rich, so they have this very satisfying kind of buttery crunch to them. I can't think of anything to add to that those tasting notes. Great, thank you. I, yeah, they're, they're I've, very I've nutty, nutty flavor. Career as a wine writer. Really, I'm making the transition uh-huh. through nut writing. <laughs> That's right. I, I I am sick of these nut writers and their flowery adjectives. <laughs> that one has a bouquet of walnut. Can I say something? 
No, I can't because I have, I have walnut shards lodged in my throat. Shra- walnut shrapnel. Something else about nuts is uh, I was looking up the hours of, uh, of our local nut shop, um, Pike Place Nuts, on Yelp. And essentially all of the Yelp reviews of this place are extended nut sack jokes. Are you serious? I'm serious. And like, can we link to it? We from, can we can link to website? it. And I was like, at first, I was like, ah, eh, that's not funny. But the more you read it and like just get into the, get into the right <laughs> frame of mind, it was actually pretty funny. Okay, I'm looking forward to this. You know, like like men, women, just everyone having a great time making the dumbest nut sack jokes. So they didn't have any black walnuts there. You had to mail order them. I had to mail order them. Wow, wow. Okay, well, let's taste them and and see what what the fuss is all about. Okay, should we, so should we taste the raw black walnuts first? I think we should. Should, okay. Don't you? I think so we should before start. You, before you taste them, smell them. They smell f- like fruit. Yeah. They smell like gummy candies. Wow, that's really. Gummy candies are my favorite fruit also. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa. What just happened to my mouth? Is that right? My mouth is taking a walk on the wild side. <laughs> Well, the the flavor is way more com- complex, like you know, waves and waves of flavor. It's very apple-y. Yeah, and some of them, some of the flavors I like, and some of them I don't. There's a real, like, animalistic funk to it. Oh, wow, that is really crazy. I feel like if I closed my eyes and ate that, I would have no clue. I would think you were putting some weird piece of dried fruit in my mouth. As, as, I, as I have been known to do. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh huh. Like a dried persimmon. Yeah, it's got that same walnut crunch. I mean, I loved sort of the richness of those. I'm kind of getting into this. You know, I'm, and I wonder I'm, if it's going to be better. So the, the I'm excited to taste them toasted. Yes, I salted them also. The oh, toasted cool. ones. Okay, so let's let's taste some toasted Persian. Okay, toasted Persians. Oh, that is so yummy. Oh yes. Oh man, I love that. Mm. They always make my mouth feel a little funny. Yeah, it's, I think the it's tannins. the tannins. Yeah, the astringent quality. Hmm. Mm. So cool. Nature and all its complexity. Okay, so should we taste the uh, the toasted Let's black? Let's taste the toasted black. Still bizarre. So bizarre. Doesn't get any less bizarre and with toasting. I would say it tastes about the same to me, actually. Yeah, I, I wonder if it, if it needs to be toasted longer. I, I toasted them side by side in the same pan. But boy... I, I've had a genuinely new food experience here today. Wow! And I and I think pretty, I like it. I'm pretty sure that one of our listeners knows a lot more about yeah, black walnuts than we do. School us, please. Mm-hmm. What do you think you would do with them? You'd use them in fish slash pork. I, I, yeah, I'd use them in fish pork. Well, I like walnuts in salads, and I think these could be really good in a salad because they have such a a like savory, meaty quality to them that I think would go well with like, you know, a uh, with a salad with like an, an interesting kind of funky vinegar in the dressing. I think that could work great. Um, I'm reading the bag. It says, unlike regular walnuts, black walnuts are a wild crop harvested by hand. Okay. Do you think that's just because, or I wonder if they're difficult to cultivate or? I think it's just because um, uh, they get a bunch of Oklahoma school children to harvest them and it's cheaper that way. Yes. Wow, that was really, really interesting. I would love to try baking with those. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I feel like they would not be good in a, like, a chocolate chip cookie, but I don't know. I'm thinking, like, an apple cake that has walnuts in it, I think would be wonderful with black walnuts. Yeah, I could see that. You're not sold. Well, I I would certainly try it. I don't know. They, They really, like, scream savory. Oh, gosh, I'm getting a lot of sweetness from them. Okay. I think that you are, you're mishearing the screams. (laughs) <laughs> now that is that is a problem i have a lot yeah a lot of a lot of people who did not actually want to be rescued 
Well, moving right along. Okay, speaking of walnut cake. Speaking of walnut cake. So many years ago, Matthew, would you like to cut yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, many years ago, I... I was, we, you started saying, you said many years ago, and I just in went In a into, land far away. I thought I went into storybook land. Yeah. I When I was uh, an exchange student in France, Where was that? Yeah, okay. Shut up, Matthew. Um, <laughs> we'll bleep that out. <laughs> there was a, basically like a trip for all the exchange students that took us to, the trip took us to the Loire Valley. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was one trip that took us to the Loire Valley. The one I'm thinking of took us to um, Perigord. Is that? In- I don't know how to pronounce it in English. Is that in the Loire Valley? I don't know. No, the it's in here. Southwest France. In Is the, that where in the, the truffles in the come Dordogne. from? Yes, we went to the Dordogne. Wait, Dordogne really sounds like a schoolyard <laughs> insult. <laughs> Anyway, we went there. It was the fall. It is a region well known for foie gras, truffles, uh, walnuts, and um, something that is very typical there is a very kind of homespun walnut cake. You're making this region sound pretty good. This region is... The, the bomb? The Dordogne. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Anyway, anyway so um, I remember that the, the inn that we were staying in packed up like a lunch for all of us as we climbed onto our tour bus. Okay. And it was a sandwich, and then we each got a slice of this very sort of homey-looking walnut cake, basically a white cake that had walnuts in it. And I spent a long time trying to find the recipe and finally found one that is somewhat satisfactory from Sever Magazine. Would you say you scoured the Dordogne for a I recipe? I scoured the Dordogne for a recipe. And this cake actually, so it, it it's kind of weird in that the fat in it is walnut oil. Oh, It doesn't wow. have any butter or any oil of other types. And I see it has some, it has some like walnut pieces in it. Does it also have like any ground walnut? No, just? no. It's okay. just, uh, it's, it's basically, this is a really interesting cake. It's just flour, baking soda, salt. I think I would use a little more salt next time. Eggs, sugar, walnut oil, and white wine. Wow. Yeah, and then you fold walnuts in at the end. So anyway, this is a dairy-free cake. Can I can I eat it? You can eat it. It's got kind of a coarse crumb. Mm. It's kind of just like uh, something you'd want to eat with a with like a, like some tea. I would eat this with cheese also. Mm-hmm. It's very mild. It doesn't have a huge amount of flavor, but I really like it. You know, it's got a kind of a more more springy, rustic texture than a than a typical American style white cake. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, this is good. Thank you. Anyway, recipe comes from Sabar. Oh, I'm, I'm getting the wine now. Mm-hmm. I wrote about it on my blog, and uh, we can link to it or put it on the old website. Like I said, I would add a little bit more salt than the recipe calls for. Oh wow, this mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just kind of one of those humble, like everyday cake kind of things. I'm I'm trying to combine it in my mouth with some black walnuts and see what happens. Walnut oil. Okay, we've got some here. Yeah, we should taste it. Somebody <clears throat> else go first, since I am suffering from a bit of an illness. Boy, that made it sound really intense. <laughs> that illness being <laughs> the common cold. <laughs> Can I have the oil, please? Oh, that's good. Is it good? Wow, that's really... Oh, man, that is delicious. It's great, yeah. I almost have never had walnut oil on hand, and I feel like I should. Like, Oh, that, no, it's totally one of those things that you buy, you use in one recipe, and then you never use again. But couldn't you just like make walnut oil salads all the time? Would uh-huh. you get tired of it? I don't think I would get tired of that. No, I, I think that now that I've tasted it again, I'm going to be using up the rest of this bottle. I think I would use a kind of light-flavored oil as part of the oil in the mm-hmm. dressing. I wouldn't use all right. walnut oil. 
I think like anyway. drizzling that on some roasted vegetables would be really good. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk about one other use for walnuts is making a sauce out of them. Almost like making a almost like making a peanut butter, but you can do it with walnuts. I first came across the idea in the A16 cookbook. Sure. And anyway, they serve it kind of smeared on a plate underneath some roasted asparagus with shaved pecorino on top. Nice. And that is fantastic. I think, I can't remember what else is in the walnut sauce. But anyway, there's also uh, at a restaurant here in Seattle, they serve a whole roasted trout sort of on a big smear of like walnut puree. Can you name the restaurant? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's called the Whale Winds. Okay. It's delicious. That sounds that sounds good. I'm glad you I'm glad you specified that it gets like smeared on the plate and goes mm-hmm. under something because when you when you talked about it, I, I thought, okay, that sounds good, but I imagine it looks like it looks pretty weird. You know, kind of looks like tahini, frankly. Okay, mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's fair. I was I was imagining like glop. So I think we we often forget that like outside of salad, there are a lot of savory uses for walnut. Can you name some? Because I have forgotten. I just did. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. Jeez, dude. <laughs> No, I mean, I forgot the stuff you just said. (laughs) Thanks a lot. What else should we do? I want to talk about... Pickled walnuts, Matthew. I want to talk about pickled walnuts, not because I've ever had them, but because I haven't, and they look amazing. Are you familiar with this? I had heard the term and realized, oh, I've heard that there's a thing called pickled walnuts. I better Google that before we do our walnut episode. Maybe I'll make some. No, I did not make some, because... They are the whole fruit pickled, and not so not just the meat, not even just the meat and the shell, but that smooth, like spotty green part on the outside also. And so that gets pickled, wow. and the whole thing turns black, and then you slice it. And this is and this is like a like a traditional English thing. Wow! And, and what would you would you have it like with pate or yeah, um, like or like you know uh, as a bar snack or or sliced? Yes sliced really? like like straight through the fruit i again i'm sure we we do have listeners in the uk and other other walnutty region nutty I'm regions pretty sure i smell a pickled walnut episode coming. i want some of these I, I i you can make them i know like like um hank shaw is that the mm-hmm. uh, find it <laughs> forge it <laughs> um, um, that, that guy uh, i uh, I, well, I think well, i found a recipe for it on his blog what was his most recent book? It was angler. about a duck. No, the, he's oh. the hunter angler. The duck angler. That was his book, I think. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> well, Hank well, Shaw is going to hate us we're, right No, now. no. It's, it's good. All, there's no bad press. His we're gonna, most recent book is about duck. We're going to link it's to called, it. It's called like Duck, Duck, <laughs> Duck or something. <laughs> we're going <like> li- <laughs> <we're>, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to link to his latest book, Duck, Duck, Duck. And uh, <laughs> you're going to love it. Anyway, yes, I really want to eat some pickled walnuts. <laughs> You're really proud of yourself, huh? I am, actually. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, this has been another fun, informative episode of Spilled Milk. One more thing. You asked me, as usual, you asked me to write something intriguing and oh, right. on, the, on the agenda. Well, this time it was I, Sam's shoe idea. Can I, can I say the thing? <laughs> yeah. Sam's shoe. You asked me to write duck, duck, duck. No, you asked me to write Sam's shoe idea. <laughs> so I have a pair of clogs with a wooden so- <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. What? You asked me to talk about this. Because I asked you to write it down. Okay. Okay. So I have a pair of clogs with a wooden sole. And on like the second time I wore them, I chipped the wooden sole. And now it's kind of got this slightly lighter color wood showing. Okay. Okay. So I've got this really nice pair of shoes that basically is a chunk of wood 
that is very visible out of the top. Sure, I understand. And my friend Sam, upon hearing me complain one evening while wearing these shoes, called me up the next day and said, Molly, I think if you took a walnut <laughs> and rubbed it on the chipped part of your shoe, that like sort of the oils in the walnut would stain the wood a little bit to make it match the rest of the shoe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Never tried it. But there you go. <laughs> That story went so many different directions than I expected. Okay, here's how I thought the story was going to go. First, I thought you said wooden clogs. I think, oh, this is going to be about cracking walnuts with your shoe. No. Okay. No. Then next, like, y- you you had a chip. I'm like, oh, it's going to be something about using, like, a walnut shell as, like, to repair your shoe. No, no. Then, you, then you're rubbing the walnut meat. Then I thought, oh, you're going to do that and say it worked. No, that didn't happen either. In fact, I am dropping the shoes off at the cobbler after I leave here, and that is not even a joke. They're in my car right now. At the cobbler. <gasps> I should bring them in and rub some walnut on them. Yes! You might, you might save a trip to the cobbler. And I you, might. You might put a poor cobbler out of work. Thanks, Walnuts. Oh, I like that cobbler, though. He's really mean. Have you noticed how mean what? cobblers are? <laughs> no. Cobblers that... are, are they're kind of a surly bunch, but I think it's because they know they're doing a dying trade and people don't appreciate them. So by God, I appreciate my cobbler. Okay, two things. First of all, the, the guys at Broadway Shoe Repair are totally nice. The go- um, Johnny at Johnny's Shoe Repair in Ballard is a genius, however, quite... He's a tortured genius. Uh, quite a coarse, brash kind of genius. And the, and the second thing is, I didn't know they wanted to be called cobblers still. What are they supposed to be called? I don't know. Shoe repair guys is no, what I always cobblers. Okay, fine. Jeez. Um, all right. That was, that was our shoe episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we will post a recipe for Molly's walnut cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Anything else we were going to Oh, maybe post? we should post a link to a source for black walnuts. Easy. Easy peasy. I can do that. I can even post a link. We should also post a link to walnut oil in case you want to buy some and your, your local supermarket doesn't have any. We will um, post a link to uh, a directory of cobblers. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll post a cobbler recipe. Uh-huh, there we great. go. That was, the, that was the joke I was grasping for. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash buildmilkpodcast. And we were uh, completely serious. I want to hear more about black walnuts and uh, like what you're supposed to do with them and whether they're supposed to taste like this because I'm delighted and confused. Yes. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. You probably already found us there. You can leave us a review even. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Don't be such a Dordogne. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. That they're going to make a bad thing good, man. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.